Um, some announcements today before we get started. As always, we have Patreon. Check that shit out. Um, the site is up and running. I'm, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, so give whatever you can to, you know, make the show what it is. Um, secondly, more importantly, uh, I'm not sure. I think you can still get tickets, maybe, but they're limited if you can. Uh, field trip. August 14th and 15th, Jefferson, Iowa. We're going to have um, a ton of fucking people playing at this thing. Um, the two guests we had here last time, Lolo and Samurai, uh, Sadboy Samurai, uh, Jordy Flash. Um, we had, uh, or we got Lolo Savage, we got around here Pac-Man, we got D-Wavy, we got a lot of local good artists and talent and all that. So everybody come check that out. Um, and without further ado, here's the show. Increase the cap and the, or well, it's, it's still CBD, it's not actual pop, but I mean, it can cure anxiety, so it will probably still be the last state to legalize that shit. For sure. <laughs> it really feels like that. Yeah. I mean, coming from the last state to, like, make uh, slavery illegal, like, we're the last ones. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to probably take a minute to, to actually legalize weed. Wait, Iowa is? What? It's the last state. Really? Whoa. Shame on you, Iowa. Holy shit. Uh, not like I just honestly want to yeah, see this. Second. Look this up. I guess I could always be wrong. Well, we've already been talking, but I might as well officially start this off. Uh, this, yeah. is, this is McAllister <laughs> Hours. Um, as always, I'm your host, Cole McAllister. We're joined today. Oh, it's Mississippi. <laughs> oh, okay. That sounded a little more likely, honestly. Yeah. I'm sure I was like. Mississippi is the the state that uh, Django is shot in. So oh, okay. Oh no, actually, it was shot in L.A., but it's. I mean, it's supposed to. <laughs> okay, it takes place in Mississippi. Yeah, it's supposed to be Mississippi. <laughs> so, sorry, you're fine. I don't mean to miss. Hey, it. I wouldn't be surprised. He did a uh, hateful lane in Wyoming. True. I mean, I, so beautiful. I just like watched the bonus features last night, and it was saying they shot in like South L.A. somewhere. That was a great fucking movie, hateful eight. Like the dialogue, how that was done, it was like. It was truly like a poetic, like, um, like a play. You know, you could have done that on stage. Yeah. yeah. And like that, even though it's like a three-hour movie, you don't even notice it's three hours. You're entranced the whole time. Well, have you watched the other one he released on Netflix? Where it's all I did up? not see. Oh. I had just seen it so many times. Yeah. You know, I actually saw it when it came out uh, at the floor, and they had the act, the aspect ratio. Like, as you know, how in the DVD it's really thin. Yeah. The, the bars, you know, yeah. in the theater he, like. That was the whole thing that I had beef with. He wasn't. It had a limited release because he wanted these theaters to require this like certain dimension. Mm -hmm. Like I think it was like seventy by thirty-five or some ridiculous, like really wide angle. Yeah. But like I saw that in the theater, and it's really like a whole. It's almost like IMAX, but it's like a thin like yeah visor. Like kind of like a panoramic yeah like, panoramic view. It, they yeah. kind of capture that effect when I watched it on uh, my Mac on Netflix. Mm. That yeah. They, I mean, I don't think it was the same version, but they definitely stretched it. What's your fi What's your favorite movie by uh, by Tarantino? What'd you say? Hmm. You have one? Is that even possible? Is it? It's very it's possible, question. but it's hard. Pulp Fiction's too cliche to say now, to be honest. But it is like an, a masterpiece. It was my favorite introduction <sighs> yeah, to I, him. Not enough people talk favorite. about Jackie Brown though. 
That's true. I'm not a fan. Really? I'm really not a fan. It's a good movie, but it's also not my it's his. It's his it's only... one of those slower ones. Well, it's his only movie that isn't his original material. Okay. And, I mean, yeah, he did a good job with it, but... <clears throat> I don't know. I just wasn't really a fan of the pacing and the style. Um, the act. I mean, the actors were just kind of off. I, don't know. I mean, uh, Samuel Jackson was great, you know, <laughs> well, as I mean, always. He's, he's great he's, in any Tarantino, I suppose. Fuck yeah. Uh, I really liked his part in Four Rooms when he took over that directing spot in that. Have you seen that? Four Rooms. like four different directors uh, work on the same movie. Are you look it up. Is yeah, that yeah. Good? Pull that up. Four rooms. Yep. It's got Mr. Pink from. Uh, oh, four rooms. <laughs> yeah. I said rooms. Oh no, no no no. Oh, I'm out of it, man. Uh, no, that's. A, I have seen that movie. That, is, that it's good. Uh, yeah. Fucking. Who's the guy? Uh, who's that actor? I'm. I'm fucking out of it. Ronald Dahl. Is that really what it's based on? That's weird. I didn't know that. Who's that? Oh, Tim Roth. There we go. That's the actor. Yeah, he did a really good job in that movie. Yeah. Uh, portraying that and all that. And I like all the cameos and everything that they have. Fuck in yeah. Tonyo Banderas, a lot of people in it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it really had like that uh, That almost... Well, yeah, it had Robert Rodriguez in it. I was going to say like a Sin City feel. Yeah, I think he know? directed the one with... Uh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Where he was yeah. trying to hide the body under the mattress. Oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But in all seriousness, Quentin's got a gun to your head. He's like, what's your favorite fucking movie <laughs> I made? What do you pick? What do you say? Pulp you Fiction. Got yeah, okay. Fair enough. Just, uh, I mean, I know it's cliche, but at the same time, I do think it really redefined and revolution. I'm going to have to unfortunately agree. Or get shot in the head by not yeah. being <laughs> I'm leaning on Django, but... Pulp Fiction was my introductory to Quentin, so it's it's hard. Mm. Django is just like such a fucking masterpiece too. Yeah, it is a real epic. Yeah, the the work he did with the production director who actually died making the film, not not like on set or whatever, but like oh, in the middle of production. Yeah, he unfortunately passed while they're making the film. So damn. Um, I don't know. There just was a lot more detail in that one that they carried over to Hateful Eight as well. That really kind of set the bar for his new pace so i don't know I, I, that kind of might be it for me Django, honestly hmm would you get uh sorry last point i know we're kind of going on a tangent here but what uh what do you think about once upon a time or once upon a time hollywood just only say? one i have not seen yet. it's okay yeah it's good. see i felt the same way i think he, i think what he was trying to do is like paying homage to like a better time in his mind yeah he and did the movie justice he did the story justice yeah i just don't think it was his best film if that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree. Well, and he, you know, and to be fair, he did change production companies after, you know, mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. obviously. So, it's understandable, but yeah. Um, I think, like, a lot of people have been, like, calling it his best, and I think that's, like, an overrated uh, analysis of it. Yeah, I would not agree, personally. Still worth watching, I would say, but... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think have... anybody else could do that story as well as he did, personally. That's a good point. It, the way he just makes you think... And as as all as, as always, he just like goes tough and then soft, kind of just with each each part of it. You just I don't know. He pulls it. Does yeah. his personal uh, does his personal connection with Weinstein alter your views on him at all? Um, because they did have a close relationship. No, I see. I mean, as him as a person. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably a creep. It, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. However, I guess. 
what I always like to say is I always try to separate the art from the artist. Thank you. I just wanted to. I was just probing <laughs> real quick. That's usually what I, me and him talk about is trying to separate this. So that's why I like, like, sometimes I'll hear new stuff about an artist. Like, oh, I never knew that, even though it's someone that I've listened yeah, to since I was a yeah. kid. But, yeah, definitely try and separate. Sorry. I'm like... I'm like, I'm not trying to like, I don't know if you guys take this. Uh, the last episode was like crossing my arms the whole time and, and the camera kind of seemed like I was like, you know, like what the fuck? <laughs> so. No, I get it. But, um, but, uh. Should we watch the Florida fuck, Man too? Let's watch the, yeah, let's watch that, uh, the Florida Man. So, all guys, no breaks. We were talking about this before. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard of this guy, he started out by hitchhiking across America and he got some really sketchy shit like early on in his career and he ended up writing a book about his adventures and then uh he ended up buying an rv and now he goes around with um a mic and another guy videotaping in an rv and he just goes to these random ass places <laughs> so just fucking play this Bob trying to fucking hit me with a gas pump i'm like oh you can't hit me Bob. and i fucking knocked his ass out pour gas on him walked away told him i could have even laughed but i didn't yeah i whooped his ass in circle k As someone born and raised in Florida, I can 100% verify. It's making me laugh because I've done half this shit that he's saying on a very small scale. Because where I used to live, we had to, uh, in order to get shrooms, we had to go out to the uh, cow pastures. Mm. We got chased one time. So it's just kind of funny. And catching the gators and stuff, we lived on seven acres and had two ponds. So we'd have to clear the gators and uh, moccasins in order to swim in it, because we swim in it all the time. But yeah, it's kind of funny. This is true. <laughs> no deal. Yeah, watch this shit. This is no joke. <laughs> oh my god I like oh. just can't watch it It's like Jesus oh. Christ Yeet Yeet And then I love it Skip ahead to the Joker part. <laughs> He's worn those shirts for two weeks now. <laughs> I forgot about him. Why you gotta remind me about him? Oh my god. 
What do you say? He said, I came out to a bag. <laughs> All right. But, so yeah, this guy just does crazy fucking shit like this. There's there's better ones. There's one where he goes to, like, a porn convention, and it's just, like, you, the people that are there are just, like, fucking insane. There's a guy who describes uh, there being a 400-pound woman on a forklift with, like, tubs of shit, and they're, like, filming it and everything. He, like, got in there and, like, fucked every orifice of her, and, like, just some, like, crazy motherfuckers. Like, he just finds the most insane people, and he puts them on YouTube. It's beautiful because of how organic it is. Like, you can't write that. You can't. I'm sorry. Like, you can't. It's, it's like, like true journalism. Like, those people really exist. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah. Follow that guy. All gas, no breaks. All gas, no breaks. Hours of entertainment. The last time I tripped, I was watching some of his shit, and there's this video where... A guy that's like is a clown they pay him to like lick people's feet and like eat them so he's like taking this guy's flip-flop off like a public just like in public and people are paying him he's just like getting all in the foot like all in it there's a guy in ebor that'll lick your feet just ask you come up to you and ask you he's done it to several different people there's a guy apparently who uh loves farts he'll pay guys to like get naked and actually like fart right in his face and he's like oh yeah he loves it <laughs> All right, There's now how much? Fucks. How much did someone have to pay you? I wouldn't. Um, oh my god. That's very I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's disgusting, but I mean, that's still like you can survive that. Keeping it real, five thousand. Yeah, pennies. minimum. Pennies. You already agreed. Five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> my price is way higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, for, that would be like that would be like a starting point. And be like, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm talking like millions. There's no way. There's I'm no sorry, but that's that's a couple months worth of rent. Five thousand dollars there. That's a, you go yeah. ahead and do that. You can get your five thousand. I'm gonna wait until he okay. wants that million. <laughs> okay, but, but okay, I'll but like, like worst case scenario, you get a really bad smell, you get a little poo, and you clean it right out, and you're just that was a terrible experience. But you have a fuck ton of money. I wait, know. I thought you were the one farting, not smelling. Oh, that oh. I'm gonna have to change my price. Which, which, yeah, yeah, which no, way is it yeah. now? Yeah, I was confused. Because you that. said Jesus this guy price. pays you. I said bare. Okay, I was saying bare minimum. First of all, we're gonna clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yes, let's just do that. <laughs> I had notes here, and I had shit we were actually going to talk about. Uh, so, Elvis. What up? <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been having a hell of a time. I haven't even gotten to... I, wa uh, I want to know who you are. Where you're from. All that. That's the worst. Uh, I'm awful about talking about myself. I'm from Florida, Tampa, Florida. Born and raised there. Oh, so did this hit close to home, then? Oh yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Like that's, I've done like a lot of the shit that he's talking about. So I moved 
around. Was never at a school for a long time until high school when I moved back to Tampa. Went to Robinson, which is the same place Hulk Hogan graduated from. A little, but um, yeah, uh, been making music. Started after high school, so probably like 2013, 2014. Uh, okay. Had two bands then. Um, the first one started out was a two-man band called The Regulators. After the Stephen King, and a little. Mm. Uh, Shout out to the uh, the regulators, of course. Hell yeah. Um, the other one was formed after that. It was uh, Two Dimensionally Speaking, which was based off of a uh, short film that I did. Stop motion animation. It's like 6,000 pictures or whatever. That shit was really fun. But um, Velvet Elvis wasn't born until the falling out of the regulators. Because then I was like, shit, I figured out. I want to make music, you know what I mean? But I don't have anybody to make music with in my area. So then I started making it digitally, started making beats and wasn't comfortable with my voice at all, but I knew I could sing because of the regulators. Like that's how it started. So um, I used like this vocal effect that pitched my voice okay. down and through Velvet Elvis, I've like come completely around and like figured out and found my voice and shit like that. But okay. yeah, just make a shit ton of different music. So, would you say you're more of a rapper, singer, producer? What are you got just everything? What are you? I'd say I am an octopus that can do a little <laughs> bit of everything, but not really completely well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I produce all of my own shit, um, even down to customizing the uh, VSTs and everything. Um, I do all of my own vocals. I sing, and then I write all of my own materials. So. Pretty much all of it. I can't say I'm too much of one specifically. Probably more pr uh, producer, because mm -hmm. that was the music always comes first. So probably more of a producer then. Hell yeah. Well, so what what, uh, what program are you using? Primarily FL for that? Studios. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. That's OG. Yeah. What do you use again? You use Pro Tools, right? Uh, Logic actually. Or Logic, yeah. What do you guys do? You guys have a debate on which one's better? Because I'm an Ableton guy, personally. Oh really? Yeah. That's uh, constantly, but we've it's personally what works for you. Hmm, he's more yeah. of a you know mixing and shit. He's got that shit down. Mixing and mastering, he works with frequencies and shit like that. He has a complete understanding of it, and I feel like Logic it really is like the best thing to do that with. And for me, I've just kind of figured out the. I can't speak for him. I'll let him you know say why he likes it the most. But for me, um, I've kind of figured out the artist that I am. My creativity comes in waves. So I got to be able to get something down while it's happening and just save a concept of that idea to build off of later. You know what I mean? So mm. I feel like FL Studios is super simple to just get yeah, you down really fast. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? And move on. That's true. How much is the, is it like 200 bucks for the full version? Or like, I believe so, yeah. Hmm. And same for Logic. Yeah. That's the de uh, that's downfall to Ableton. It's like fucking expensive. It's like, oh, you know. 400? Uh, at least. I think like, uh, well... I think the version I have is like the basic version is maybe two two fifty, but the downfall of that is it's only like eight tracks. And what about like, live Ableton Live? Well, that's why I have. I think that's okay. like the yeah, that's I the really eight track. I really to mess around with that a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it has like most of the instruments and most of that kind of stuff. You can do sampling. Um, that's what I like. I love getting the record player and like you know it has the warp and everything. You can yeah. Chop everything up. It's fucking dope. See, that would be my reason for advocating for Logic is because, like, for the for the price you're paying, you really get the most out of out of the DAW service that you want. And that's just my opinion, of course. Mm -hmm. there, there's other producers that are going to debate me, and that's, you know, we're all just learning. And if I could 
learn from them, I would hope so. But, you know, it's just he's right it, as far as, like, EQ, um, like the analytics of each bandwidth frequency and just, I don't know, really dialing, dialing in the sound that you want to produce and hear in your head. I feel like it's a little easier on um, Logic to where I find on the other things you kind of just fumble around looking for that sound a little more, whereas it's pretty easy to find the answers you need, at least for me. So I don't know. Every service is different too. So it's we work together, like <laughs> as far as like sometimes he'll make the beat, and then we'll both record on it, and then uh, we'll put it on my system, and then I'll mix it down a little bit and hear it in the car and take it back and see what we need to do. So is a lot of what you guys are doing like I'm, I'm understand it's like a combined effort. Are you guys working together a lot, or or how does that all work between you guys? Yeah, we split up a lot of shit. Um, Honestly, we're trying to just get a project together of our stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm trying to make a little move over to Hong Kong and trying to... Oh, wow. Opportunities there. So then, uh, other than that, separately, we're both trying to, you know, make a living off our talents. So now we're starting to develop our studio time fees, feature fees. We both make beats, so we're trying to sell our beats now. So it's... Mm. It's definitely something that we're uh, going into individually, but where we can link up and work together, we definitely do. Like just the other day, just chilling, we made uh, a beat. Uh, I made a beat off my iPad on mm. a what was it, GarageBand, and oh, he wrote yeah. something to it, and now it's a complete song. So that yeah. was like some Sean Wasabi type shit. You know how he just like hops on something electronic and just makes a beat out of it. <laughs> it was dope. Damn. So what's uh what are your what's your outreach to Hong Kong? I'm kind of curious about that. How How'd you get in connection with that? Uh, through my dad. Who oh wow! Is um, he's a break dancer. Uh, used to do backup for Alicia Keys. Uh, different, different uh people traveled a lot. Did a lot of competitions and stuff like that. Was sponsored by Red Bull. Um, so he has a lot of connections into uh, the music industry, uh, specifically old school hip hop and stuff like that. And uh, someone he grew up with, his name is, uh, he goes by Nick Cage. And um, is he someone mm. I've been working with. We have a project that's about to come out called Velvet Cage that we're working on. Mm. And Velvet. he has spent the last 15 years over in Thailand and Hong Kong, um, working with a lot of people over there and helping them come up as well and prosper. He has his own uh, business, uh, Hard Vision Media. Mm. So uh, he's pretty cool. And basically that's my connection over there. Um, so I'm just trying to get, you know, our project together so he can kind of implement it over there, see the reaction to it, and uh, going to do a trip out there, stay on a work visa for 90 days, and that'll be the test. So hmm. okay. that'll be something I planned on is getting out of the States, definitely. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. This place is going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not that I've, I've traveled uh, a lot from a young age, so it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to settle with something when you've seen, like, variety yeah. of shit out there you know what i mean so it's something i wanted to get back to yeah yeah i've heard uh i've heard the well yeah you're jay smooth he was when he was here last time he was talking about how big the movement was in china i had no idea right you know that shit's crazy um how do you guys know each other um how did you guys all are get connected working together all that sort of through two people um his brother kamani uh and also our friend Cody, who uh, we mentioned earlier, listened to your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so like I I lived with Cody for a while last year and through Cody I met Kamani, his younger brother, and then eventually I met him because he came over with Kamani. And then Kamani and I skated and then we would go over to Kamani's house where he lived with him. Just kind of like through osmosis of being around each other just sort of realizing uh, you know, certain things we do that this that are similar. Like me and Kamani skated, me and him also make music, so you know, mm. where we could we would link up and hang out. Mm, there you go. Just uh just hanging around, meeting people. Yeah. Just over the last year kind of or like year and a half or so. Yeah. I mean that's what's uh that's what I love about the scene here in Des Moines. I mean that's how it seems to be, you know. Uh anyone linking up, uh, you guys are you guys familiar with the uh, field trip coming up? Nope. You ever heard of that? Uh it's this uh it's it's like this festival in Jefferson, Iowa. Are you are you able to pull that up on Facebook maybe? Um, it's like uh, yeah. I mean, they're doing all the social distancing precautions, but like uh, um, uh, what's, uh, like House of Leopold and uh, Starbox Productions. They're uh, two figures, uh, people that are working in here in Des Moines, and uh, yeah, but they got Is that a lot. Seth Leopold. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's that's like his uh. His and uh, Stutterbox's thing. Yeah, but <clears throat> cool. Yeah, or what is it? Do they have the? They have the it's photo. like a um, independently organized music festival. Yeah, so they're gonna be taking social distancing precautions. There's there's like a minimum uh, or maximum people that can be there and all that. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's amazing. It's uh, hip hop, EDM, all that shit. I saw. He's, uh, no I actually pictures. did see the lineup for this round hero. No, uh, Pac-Man's on this, right? What was that? Sorry, Pac-Man's on the lineup. Yeah, Pac. Pac yeah, that's right. The round hero, um, Lolo, uh, D. Wavy, uh, Sad Boy Samurai, or uh, Jordy Flash. <sighs> Who else? And a couple. Of, there are plenty of other guys. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. So that's the whole lineup. So you can you can see they got a ton of people. This is gonna be a huge deal. Got a ton of uh, tumble town. Yeah, it just goes to show that if you do work, uh, as far as putting your performances out there when yeah. you have opportunity, that if people like you, you will get more uh, opportunity. Because I felt like, for some reason, I I felt the need to shut myself in a creative box uh, and just kind of work, which is good. I'm I'm learning a lot and practicing uh, my weaknesses and continuing with my strengths. But then also last year I lacked recording or I lacked performing as much as I did in 2018 and so people I saw performing more in 2019 then have more opportunity obviously so kudos to those people that do work and you know kids out there trying to chase their dreams always make sure you're doing the work and don't be ashamed when people give you crap because you can't hang out or because you can't do this and that because you have to make your music or you have to go to the studio or work because you need money yeah uh that's a that's an important thing to do you know you gotta keep trying <clears throat> it's really hard you know living in the midwest living in iowa to like get a lot of or, you know if you're just starting out to it feels like you're not really working towards something maybe really working uphill but you know that's the beautiful thing about the midwest is that people are also really open and also really willing uh to come on you know like you guys are you know playing with other people who are in the area who want to come on the podcast for instance or you know the show it's really it's a really special thing um so i have to ask we were kind of talking about this before you have the limo <laughs> <laughs> the fam infamous limo and yeah. i don't know if you're 
talking about this before we started, but um, I've been incessantly bothering Jackson about this fucking limo. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the coolest shit. Tell me, give me a little background about how you got that. What what's going on with all that? Oh, Facebook Marketplace. Wow, really? <laughs> Posted for twenty five hundred, and I talked to the guy. Got it for one thousand five hundred. It's an eighty two Cadillac Deville Fleetwood <laughs> Edition. Are you ready? Fifty four thousand miles, original miles. Fifty four. It's fucking beautiful systems. Got four seats in the back, two facing Damn. the opposite direction. A bar, TV, uh, cassette tape, and shit like that. Stuff I got to modernize a little bit, but I'm trying to retain the best of it. About to get it painted pink. It's gonna be fuck yeah. Tits. Podcast in there for sure, man. Absolutely, that would be the that'd be the shit. <laughs> put the powder on my hand. Put the powder on my hand. Damn, dead. Oh, ah, uh, no. <laughs> we got some good stuff. Though. No, uh, you were telling me about this. So this is a 360 GoPro. Is that correct? Yes, the Max. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about that. Uh, I'm still shit. learning a lot more about it, but it's pretty dope i'm trying to use it for different films short films mm -hmm. and uh, music videos that we're doing so what's your do you have what do you have any like uh ventures or like stories about that like what you're doing uh starting a family business to wow really media production company oh no way damn uh, yep music and video production okay um bear river productions and i also am starting a clothing called uh covey cloth Oh, nice. And the board company's called Sick Boards. Damn. Well, uh, good kudos to you <laughs> for the entrepreneurship. It's awesome. That's uh, what uh, brought me to Iowa. It's very cheap to start businesses and shit like that here. Stuff that was like 275 back home is 50 bucks here for the licensing. So, so let me ask you this. How is, uh, has COVID affected any of that? How is that? COVID um, has affected me probably as an artist. It's given me... The time I've never had to explore different sounds, different ideas, different mm. uh, filming, you know, aspects and shit like that. It's probably been the greatest thing that's happened for me uh, as far as like isolating and deep introspection. Mm. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. All things considered, you know, everything going around the world I'm, from a specific personal point. Yeah. As an artist, I've grown immensely and it's allowed me to like now everything's kind of fallen into place and moving like it should have. So that's how it's affected me, at least. And I've honestly seen the same in the people I've chosen to surround myself with because all of my other friends, entrepreneurs, or they have a hustle that they're constantly working on. Um, so that's kind of the energy that I want to keep around me on a regular basis. I have my friends when we're together. We're talking about starting LLCs and actually going mm. through, uh, you know, my friend uh, Jordan just started his LLC for his painting business now here in Oh, Dubai. nice. Uh, Shout out Sherwell Paintings. Yes, sir. Can, is that something you can find on the? Is that just on Facebook or Instagram? Oh yeah, or? for sure. Yeah, it's definitely Absolutely. got a. He's got a Facebook page, and I mean, I've got his card right here. <laughs> yeah, let's try to find that. <clears throat> if you uh, or any of your friends in the Des Moines area need exterior or interior painting, you know who to call. Just remember, <laughs> when others won't, share will. <laughs> you don't oh, want to paint it. We sure will. Anyway, <laughs> there it is. Look at my boy. Okay. Hey. Oh, so like house painting. That's still really cool, though. Yeah, interior, exterior. I believe he does. Uh, he does uh, other properties does commercial, as well. Yeah. But, you know, probably small. Yeah. If so. Dope. 
Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty uh, that's pretty pimpany of a limo. I can't right. I can't say I I know anyone else that. Is it's doing funny because it doesn't register a lot of times. But then, like just the other day, we were parked in an alley waiting for my dad for something, and this guy came up to me. He's like, "Hey, I see this all the time. Like, is this your like regular everyday car?" And I had to stop. Him. I was like, "I guess it. Yeah, it is." <laughs> Like thinking about it, that's kind of fucking weird. Yeah, how's parking go for you? Like a dream. <laughs> really? on the outside, he parks it better yeah, than most people park a, a normal. I guess car. because it doesn't bother me as much. I don't like really. It doesn't. I don't know. It's easier. Like the first car I ever got, I got from my grandfather was a Lincoln Mark Eight LSC. It's fucking beautiful. I called it Starship Enterprise because on the inside, it's just like it's like a it's like Star Trek. It's beautiful. It's super comfortable. <laughs> But it was always a tank. It was super big, and there's uh, some tight roads in Tampa. So it's whipping it was really easy. Damn. And I don't know. Like, when I'm looking for a car, I'm obviously looking for something that when you see it, you know, it's going to be me. But also a lot of trade-offs. I know myself. I know I like to drive fast and shit like that. So get me something that's harder to control. I have to be, uh, how do you say, uh, conscious about my turns. You know, I have to be on my mm. shit at all yeah. times. And I'm forced to drive slower, so it's, you know, it's better. Hmm. And I usually look for something with room. Like, my favorite car was probably the Honda Odyssey that I had, that all my friends could get hmm. in and shit like that. So now that having that, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, no, uh, that's, uh, that's a hell of experience. Like I said. It's I a boat. Say, <laughs> it's a what? It's a boat. It's a land, yeah. <laughs> for real. It's crazy. You sit in the back, and it's just like, whoa. She swings. It's like back and forth. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's right. Jackson, how has uh, COVID affected you? It's been a while since you've been on here. Um, honestly, I, I, it's been both good and bad. I mean, obviously, everyone around the world has been affected in different ways. So for me, the isolation side of things has helped me. Um, I, I don't want to be cliche and say just <laughs> verbatim say what he says. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's a time for introspection, and it, it, it helps you just, like, figure out kind of what you need to do, what you like to do, what you want to do, and then... If you're serious about it, it, now is the time to push it and create what you want. So, like, I've gotten my, uh, I've gotten my personal uh, ASCAP license. Uh, that's just a production copywriting license agreement, so that I myself and am an individual proprietor in music. And these are just big words involving legalities. So, in other words, it's a, it's just a cool time to grow, and it's. It's uh, very thankful for me to say that I've been safe and healthy and, you know, around people that are also in the same realm of growth and just kind of doing what they need to do. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, and I guess I'll reiterate what you guys have said. I mean, I've felt the same way personally. Um, you know, because it's weird because, although we are living in a really bad time and, you know, there's a lot of unemployment, there's a lot of really crazy shit going on, you know. Um, the people that do benefit from staying inside and having the artistic outlet um, have been oddly, in a way, like thriving. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, I would say the well the the lack of performance, I think, has been probably a downer for a lot of people. That's probably the aspect that it's gonna. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be weird to see when that goes to normal, if it ever goes to normal. Right. Yeah. Like right when it started, I had a I had lined up to be performing with the Conscious Crew and. We didn't know how serious uh, the cases in Des Moines were yet, and they were just starting to pop up. So I actually had to cancel one of my performances that I was going to be a part of, and some of the other people still performed, and I commend them for that because I probably should have looking back. But 
you know, it's just one of those examples of just like how it affects all of us in many ways the same way and all of us in many ways differently as well. It's hmm. hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, interesting times. Um, well, I think we should take a break really quick. Um, get ourselves resituated, get some water. I need some more water and all that. And uh, yeah, we'll get right back to it. All right. Fuck it. We're back. <laughs> Howdy. Howdy, y'all. Uh, we have hydrated and refreshed. Um, Chilling, hanging. Uh, so, this is Jackson. This is your second podcast, right? Is this, yeah. Is this your first podcast, Elvis? See. Si. Dope. And uh, you were saying that you you want to uh, do more with that. You want to do, or or you you said you had ideas for your own podcast. You want to get into that? Uh, absolutely. Just like on a, a weekly basis, it's uh, honestly like a mashup of talking to a bunch of people about different things, but people that are actually doing it. You know what I mean? Mm. And just probably more be of a place of just like open ideas and shit like that and people offering options and telling their story of how they started so hopefully a place where people can either start picking up another talent by watching someone else do something for the first time like going through that process with somebody I think that'd be pretty cool but I got like a shit ton of questions as you saw Mm, like a bunch of different you know themes and stuff to talk about as well so well if you don't mind, I did see one that was kind of interesting. Like, uh, you kind of were talking about, like, how the music industry is. Um, I think that was kind of, like, one of the first bullet points. Uh, what's the, like, what's your opinion? Like, what's the state of the music industry right now? Is it good, posit- or positive, or negative? Or uh, Definitely negative in the sense that it's kind of always been that way. It's kind of been a, sort of a vampire as Mm -hmm. with all sources of entertainment whether it be acting or anything you know they're gonna suck the the youth and the talent dry and make as much money as they can what i am noticing is like a growth in the independent and the entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and people that are realizing this system you know what i mean and and people that don't want to be held to those you know bounds and actually want to be able to create something bigger than themselves and actually be able to get the lucrative return on it Mm. And so that's what I'm looking forward to a future of, which is why I'm starting my own production company and so on and so forth to try and inspire other people to do the same. Basically, take control of their art completely and fully. Yeah, that, um, like we've been saying, you know, that's the that's the great thing about Iowa is that all these independent people is that they they can really do that. I think there is that kind of like underground push here, where there's kind of like a distinct separation of class it's kind of like the weird thing about living in a smaller population like the areas are more condensed you know you can drive different places and be like oh this is high class this is lower class and you can like see it's it's weird because although i think des moines you know there's a lot of beauty in it be diverse there's also that you know realization of how you know negative it can be so and that's with anywhere you go absolutely yeah definitely true yeah i think it's just not about perpe- uh perpetuating that negativity around you just kind of like mm. finding a way to be creative and transcend uh things if possible or reach out for help and learn how to do so because i mean anything's possible truly some things are easy for others for sure and that's why it's you know it's always good to extend when needed hmm. yeah uh that's a 
It's a good point. Um, sorry, kind of off topic. Uh, did you guys listen to Juice World's new album? Is that something you guys fucked with or? I mean, I I haven't like sat down and listened to it, but I've heard a couple songs off of it. Okay. Definitely I've enjoy it. Never listened to Juice World. Like really. What so? What's like? What are some of your influences then? Like what? Like, who would you consider as like someone who does it for you? Or? Uh, I go through music. It's weird in like stages. So okay, I'll go through my rock and I'll go back and listen to heavy uh, Nirvana, placebo, mm. uh, Violent Femmes, um, a shit okay. ton of a shit ton of people and different. Right now, uh. It's weird, I guess, based on the music that I make is sort of how my opinion is based on music. So right now, artists like Home Shake, um, uh, Saw Baby, uh, there's, shit, there's... Those are two huge contrasts. Very, so you, there's, <laughs> there's like, there, it's, it's all around the spectrum, like, Kuko makes great sad boy music is kind of like what Velvet Elvis' character is known for, so hmm. definitely the the mix between sad and like trap in a way but in different ways various so it's weird hmm it's a uh, see outlook uh shit uh we, this is uh this has been some interesting times it's been interesting conversation and all that shit it's been good episodes it's been kind of weird my fucking uh I usually have a keyboard where I cue music and all that and I got fucking wire damage this last week like yeah, I was just I was over there producing. I had like a giant cup of water right here, and I just so kind of like that, right? Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like this setup. I re- I need to just get like a table like lower and just put all my drinks on or something. True. I don't know. Um, so I'm a little off my game with that, <laughs> without that. But uh, do it in post. Post, yeah, exactly. That'll be the goal. Um, but before we wrap this up, uh, what do you guys have coming in the near future for your music and your artistic endeavors and all that? Within this next month, I'll be dropping a first of three singles called uh, mm. Let Them Eat Cake. Uh, so you can expect uh, that and a music video from that. And after that, I'll be going back and redoing the uh, Quarantine Tapes, which is the project that I did mm. during uh, lockdown where I basically just made a song concept from scratch for two weeks every day. And then uh, after that, it's the album in 2021. So that's mm. what's it for me. Nice. Uh, and where do you release that? Like SoundCloud, Spotify? It's going to be on all platforms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Going through all platforms. Damn. Well, I'll definitely be checking that out. Uh, Jackson, what about you? You got anything coming in the near future? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm actually, I'm kind of, I'm working for th- about three music videos. I got Damn. about seven songs that I've wanted to release as a project, but probably will end up kind of piecing some of them out and then sending the rest off kind of more as just... I don't know, just general releases to keep relevance towards my name, and yeah, just focusing on this first of the three music videos at this point, and uh, recording more music, so that I will have release dates for that pretty soon, I've just been really enjoying the summer, and just yeah, catching yeah. all the vibes I need to, to stay creative yeah, um, that's kind of the vibe I've been picking up on a lot, with a lot of people, is like um, as, as they're working with music they're also working on like their self, bettering themselves self-help and all that and i think it's important to do so yeah all right well hey this has been a great episode this has been a lot of fun um talking a lot of fun stuff i really hope to have you guys back on well we gotta do the limo podcast for sure fuck yes that'd be a hell of a time all right guys peace everybody have a good night good day hope you all been chilling 
thanks everybody again for joining into the podcast uh it's a pleasure as always to have jackson on the show it was a uh, even more of a pleasure to have a new guest velvet elvis on um stay tuned next week we're gonna have local rapper g7 that's gonna be a great time he is very prolific uh he is probably one of the hardest working people in the game um in the Des Moines area right now. I would be willing to bet. So please stay tuned for that next week. Um, Until then, everybody stay safe. Keep living free and living well. All right. Have a good night.